Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Gregory Melville and Susan Fox and Kathleen Bromage. Um, all right, I'm rolling. Okay, three, two, one. Thank you for clicking on something or whatever it is that you did that made it possible for you to be hearing us talk to you right now. Or maybe you didn't do anything. Maybe you're strapped to a gurney somewhere and someone's holding a phone up to your ear against your will. That obviously is your dilemma. But what you're listening to is what we call an audio tease. It's an audio tease for a new program called Pardon Me, Another Damn Impeachment Show question mark. And I'm Colin McEnroe. I'm going to be the host of this new show. And what this is, I'm going to be completely honest with you and as transparent as I may be, what we have to do is create a little bit of content here to begin to populate the podcast feed. So that's what this is. But it's going to be really entertaining and fun. So even if you're the person strapped to the gurney, you shouldn't object too much to what is about to happen here. We're going to briefly explain things to you. So with me are the two main producers of this series. It's a limited run series. It only lasts as long as the impeachment season goes. I'm guessing through February, but, you know, don't hold me to that. 2021. Uh, right. right. Yeah, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Betsy Kaplan, who said 2021, oh, and that was Jonathan McPants, uh, who <laughs> laughed uh, and said, oh, my God. So those are the two main producers of the show. And that is, in fact, going to be their entire contribution to this audio tease. But no, that's no, that's not Possibly. True. Yeah. So I, I think one of the things that we want to convey is that this, you know, obviously there are other very, very good impeachment shows and podcasts, and then there's some that are really kind of crummy, but, you know, and we're not going to tell you which is which, but we feel as though our approach is, what would you say, Betsy Kaplan, maybe a little bit broader? It's a little bit broader. So it's not as dry as some politics, just pure politics podcast would be. We're going to try to wrap a little bit of fun into it, a little bit of culture, and all the things that you would normally get on our regular show. Right. I mean, Jonathan McPants, one of the things I think we has been a hallmark of the Colin McEnroe show and its 10 years of existence has been our belief that politics and culture overlap and are often kind of indivisible. It's it's kind of why you would have Dave Eggers on your first episode, assuming we do that, even though that's sort of illogical and we haven't even really figured out how that's going to work, but right. it'll happen anyway. Right. The author slash novelist Dave Eggers is going to be on our, our first episode, as is Ross Garber, who has attained a kind of peculiar fame as the lawyer who has participated probably in the most impeachment cases in American history. And we'll have some other surprises for you as well, including the guest that you're about to hear in this clip, uh, who is Betsy Kaplan? Her name is Joanna Weiss. All right. And she wrote a piece for Politico about uh, how- How yeah. Peak TV, how Peak TV, uh, how Peak TV taught us to uh, think would about be, the- ele- would, would this be easier for you to say if we had an <laughs> alpaca in the studio? We could use an alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> How Peak TV prepared us for the impeachment hearings. Right. And if you're listening at home and you are an alpaca, that's... Uh, All right. So let's hear Joanna Weiss talk about this very thing with me. 
you know, we're sort of living in an Aaron Sorkin inversion right now. I mean, instead of <laughs> instead of the West Wing with this incredibly virtuous, rigorously self-examining president surrounded by these whip-smart aides, we have Trump and, you know, a bunch of bumblers, most of whom he's going to fire sometime in the next two or three weeks anyway. The, the virtues that were enshrined on West Wing, to loyalty, competence, forthrightness, are no longer embraced. And then to make matters even more insulting, to Aaron Sorkin, Trump has started pardoning war criminals, which makes it seem like a few good men is also being turned on its head. (laughs) Colonel Jessup doesn't get convicted. He gets pardoned. There's a way in which we have been taught to pay attention to something as complicated as the West Wing, but we have different expectations between that and what we're getting from reality. Sure. And I've been thinking about this a lot because I think there is a much deeper cynicism that I don't know if TV has taught us this or reality has taught us this, but if you think about the TV shows that are about politics today, you think about Veep, where everyone is horrible and venal with really no exceptions. Even a show like Ryan Murphy has a politician, which is kind of an allegory about politics, that again kind of questions everyone's motives. In Aaron Sorkin's mind, I think a lot of people, so many people in politics were well-meaning but just lacked the courage to push it over the edge so he would invest them in these beautiful speeches and give them the courage to do what had to be done. And in today's view of politics, nobody has courage. It's closer to the producers where people kind of bumble into a lot of power and don't know what to do with it. (laughs) You know, the more I think about that, the more I think that's a really interesting analogy. What if somehow, so the plot of the producers, if you recall, is that the Max Bialystok character has figured out he can only make money if he gets people to overinvest in something that he doesn't expect to be successful at all, which kind of was one of the theories about the Trump candidacy in 2016, was that he didn't think that he was going to win. He thought this would be good for his his other financial properties. So, you know, it's a very apt analogy. We'll have to explore Mm -hmm. that some more as we go along. What else do we have? We have... um, One of the things we're going to offer every week is a chance for a listener or two to ask a question, and we will try to get it answered by a constitutional expert, which we're going to do this week, right? We are, and we're going to do a couple other little segments as time goes on. We're going to maybe have a word of the day kind of thing or a word of impeachment word of the week. We might have an improv group come on in and sing a song or play out a piece of the impeachment Um, What else have we talked about? There's a couple of little segments that we're thinking about adding in as time goes on. Well, another thing that we're hoping to do is um, occasionally collect what is sometimes called Vox Pop. We have one producer from a nearby show who takes the train uh, many days. We may have some audio about the impeachment, how regular people are reacting to the impeachment done that way. We also have a tremendous roving reporter who is not at our beck and call, but is, he's Frankie Graziano. People may know his work, and we're hoping he can get out there and collect some, right. some sound from people. But we'll make sure every week that we start the show telling people exactly what's going on. So they really are getting a lot of that political substance, just with a little bit more wrapped around it. And Jonathan, maybe we should mention, without telling too much, how the first episode of the show, of which this is an audio tease, once again, pardon me, another damn impeachment show, question mark, how the first episode begins. Well, we got, yes, we uh, we got kind of the world's leading podcast and audio show expert basically to tell us how wrong-headed we are in doing this. Right. Nicholas Kwa, who knows more about podcasts than probably any living human being, was kind enough to come on and try to discourage us from doing this at all. 
But that didn't work, and <laughs> nothing else will work either. We're determined to do this. We're going to be on the air in broadcast form at noon on Saturdays on all Connecticut public stations. And meanwhile, we'll be pushing the podcast up probably on Friday nights. So what we'll try to do is tell you what went, what happened all week long, if you were too busy to follow it all. And then we'll tell you kind of how to apply other parts of it to enrich your life and make you much more popular at parties. I don't really know <laughs> if we can follow through on that promise, but but we're going to stop there anyway. So thanks very much for listening to this. And then, you know, if there's if there's a subscribe button anywhere on the screen you're yeah. using right now. Yeah, they can't stop there. Now you, they have to listen. Now you have to you click the subscribe button. <laughs> or we'll hurt a little bunny. Uh, <laughs> no, we, we won't do that. But anyway, thanks for listening. And yeah, pardon me, another uh, DM impeachment show. Stay with us. Don't get lost in the woods. Nice. That's okay. an audio tease. That's an audio tease, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we always feel a little. Like it could have been better. You wish you could use